Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop or am i whoa you're blowing you're you're blowing my mind here what what how do i know if you are or not well let's just look up the name john bishop and see if it's a picture of me okay now Keep in mind, I am going to look this up on worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com because it's the only website I know how to use. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually, yeah, I'm curious to see what comes up if I <laughs> type in John Bishop on here. First result, John Lassiter. All right. Second result, John Lassatire. Third result. John Saigon. Uh, he was an additional voice <laughs> in Cars. Okay. Well, I've used Google, and there oh, okay. are a lot of pictures of a man who could generally match my description. <laughs> okay, sure. He's a married man. Okay. He's uh, he's white. He's got dark brown hair, generic features. He's 55. He's a very famous comedian in uh, the UK. Uh Uh-huh. So, no. No, It's not not me. No, you're not John Bishop? Nope. Uh, That's a shame. Well, I guess that's it for this episode, folks. I'll I'll try to figure out what's going on. Uh, If you could, uh, if you, not John here, could just uh, log out and I'll do some uh, tech thing, see if I can't connect with John. We can mm-hmm. get the episode going. Yeah, uh, very sorry about the confusion. Uh, I'm sorry to waste your time. <laughs> I'm sure you have a... Well, let, let, let me check first. What were you... Were you? What was your purpose on uh, Zencaster on this podcast recording app today? Well, I thought I was going to record a podcast because I thought I was John Bishop, but apparently I'm not. I mean, do you want to give it a try? Sure, let's do that. Okay. And that's how we found our way out of the bit. (laughs) Well, anyway, John, what are we talking about today? How about we start talking about uh, stocks? That was what you suggested. And then I replied, A, I don't know how different they'd be in the Cars universe. And B, I don't know anything about the stock market. Uh, But let's see if you can prove me wrong, John. So you you go ahead and start talking about stocks. And we, we have... A plan B in the chamber if we need to go to it. All right. So I've been learning a bit about stocks. And guess what? Huh. The more I learn, the more I know, nothing. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's capitalism's a lie. It's a For bunch sure. of lies. For and sure, that's, man. That's all you, that's all you got, man. Okay, so you buy shares, which means you own part of a company. True. But unless you own a massive amount of shares, you don't get any say in that company. True. So the fact that you own part of the company is basically meaningless. But it's basically, I want to own part of this company because when the company increases in value, I want to benefit from it. And uh, how does the company increase in value? Well, it can just be making more money than it's spending. uh, Or people could buy shares of it. And the more people that buy shares of it, the more it's worth. But why would people buy shares? It's because they think 
that it's worth more money. <laughs> so the more people want something to be worth money, the more it is worth money. And then the more they're afraid that it's not worth money, the less money is worth. And that is to say that stocks are just an artistic approach to value. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying so far, man. Capitalism's a scam. It's taking something that used to be objective and making it completely subjective. (laughs) And it's, you could say, oh, well, it's not subjective because it's about how much money the company's pulling in. No, if it were about how much money the company's pulling in, then it would just be about that. It's how people feel about the money it's pulling in. It is the perceived market value mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to make money on the stock market, you could buy buy shares. That's one thing you could do. You want to know something else you could do? You could bet on them to fail. Yeah. Like, you yeah. could sell short, which short, means yeah. uh, you could sell the shares that you haven't bought yet and then just say, I'm going to buy some shares, but I'm going to do it later when this company is worthless. So everything about it is nonsense. Yeah. If you want a real peek into that, the movie, the big short is all about that. And you know, the 2008 housing crisis and recession that followed it. Uh, And man, it, if you believe in capitalism, it'll maybe shake that up a little bit for you. But, John, what does this reveal about the cars first? Can I take a guess at yes. why you suggested this? You have been thinking about the stock market. I asked what we should do today. You thought stocks, stock car, stock car racing, and that's it. Um, sometimes, when you've been friends with someone, since... Uh, technically like the the first or second grade Uh, sometimes they get to know you a little too well (laughs) sometimes they'll say things that make you think oh you know how I think down to the finest of degrees so much that you can predict not only what I was thinking but exactly how much I was thinking it (laughs) so yeah uh Stock cars. What's up with that? Okay, so... I Do I they guess, own the people? Yeah, that's what's... As always, we've gone to do they own people. Uh, I hope not. I hope that's just a coincidence. Much like it is in our world, you know? The word stock means multiple things. Well, here's a proposal behind it. Yeah. Uh, It's been proposed or thought of before but the concept of celebrity it is an artistic uh interpretation it is an artistic uh acceptance of a person and it is also a value proposition so that means uh in theory as someone is more and more famous, they become more and more like a stock because you can bet on how much things are going to be worth based on their presence within it. Sure. Especially with, of course, actors. If you have an actor that is real famous, they'll get paid way too much to be in a movie because they're going to hopefully make that movie more successful. It's why uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., had to be paid so much money to be in the Avengers movies, even though he liked being in them. (laughs) Yeah. See, me as an actor, I'm not successful. Uh, Not not yet. Maybe never. And if I am, I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Because there is an expectation that the more famous you are, the more money you demand and it's not even a uh the more money you can demand necessarily it's 
something that if you have an agent or representation, they need to be paid more because they can be. And anyone, a part of your crew or anyone working with you, there's an expectation you will be paid more and more. And somehow you have to just accept that. And rarely will uh, celebrities actually just give up on that or share their pay or do something like that where it's, oh, you're paying them, but all the money's going to other things. Like Keanu Reeves. He did that in one film. I want to say it was uh, a Matrix or something where he basically decided, I don't want to get paid. I just want this movie to get the money. Mm-hmm. So that's an option. But what if the people making the money off of the celebrity being in things were also just investors? That's actually very interesting. What if like you're I... thinking, okay, this uh, this crispy rat, he uh, he's a real charming guy. I saw him in that uh, teen drama that I can't remember the name of. He might go far. I'm going to bet on him. And then you do, and then he kind of doesn't go much further for like a few years. And you're like, maybe I should sell, but you, you just forget about it for a bit. And then all of a sudden, bam, uh, he's huge. He's absolutely huge. You invested $1,000. This guy is now worth uh, dozens of millions. And you've made like... $300,000 off of a long shot bet because you saw him on the CW once. I have heard of, and I don't know if this is a common thing or like just a proposed thing that doesn't actually exist. I have heard of the idea of investors like investing in college students, basically as scholarships. And let me tell you right off the top, I don't like this idea uh, because college education should be free but it is a thought that instead of finding scholarships through loans you would uh have investors uh and who would pay for the college up front and then you would pay them back uh, a portion of your salary over a certain amount of time uh which doesn't feel better than student loans to me it's just a different loan yeah for sure uh, but like that, that is it, like I've heard of this investing purely in a person before mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. All right. Uh, that would be wholesome sounding if I believed in humanity. Yeah. I tried to once and then the pandemic happened and they proved, no, we could have we could have stopped COVID right here and there, but you ain't going to. You ain't going to make me take a shot. Don't worry, John. We've learned our lesson, and we can prove that with monkeypox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's going to work out fine. <sighs> I'm deeply afraid all the time, but that's not what this is about. So basically what we're getting at is the stock, the stock car market, which now that I've said that out loud, I feel like is an actual thing that we've seen before in the cars verse. Uh, but we're saying the stock car market is uh, they invest in these stock cars basically to, to provide them the resources to go to races. And then they take in a portion of their winnings. Yes. Or perhaps even just the merchandise. Okay. Yeah. Like, the thing about it is, I think it could just be uh, the stock market is the stock car market, and it's any celebrity that is a car. Mm, Okay. Because if you want to bet on Lightning McQueen, like when he's early days Lightning McQueen, you could have made bank. Sorry, I just know that I've seen stock car market. I think... It was in uh, actually the autobiography we did on Luigi and Guido uh, okay. because we cited a a book in which they went to New York. And I think in it, they f- saw the stock car market. 
I'm not finding that now, so maybe I'm making that up entirely. I feel like we've talked about or mentioned stock car market before, for sure. Yeah. Oh, well. So, that's evidence maybe (laughs) that it exists unless we're both misremembering entirely. Mm -hmm. Do we have more? Well, so, do you want to know what I have been most successful with recently yes roblox hell yeah bud that's the stock that has been best for me oh okay i thought over the past two days (laughs) sorry i sort of thought this was a non sequitur (laughs) and you were saying i've gotten really into and really good at roblox no not at all (laughs) i've never played roblox and i have no intention of doing so gotcha okay then okay I was I was very excited for you being good at Roblox, but I am also excited for your stock in Roblox to be doing well. If Roblox is uh, what I think it is, I don't think there is a getting good at Roblox. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Like, I haven't played it myself, but from my understanding as well, I don't know if that, that is a thing. Well, uh, for some reason, Roblox has... Uh, been extremely volatile in such a way that it'll go up and down like crazy all day, every day, and trend upwards a lot of those days. So if you just invest like right at the beginning of the day, you could try and do a lot of uh, day trades to switch it back and forth when it's high and low. You can uh, use... Uh, shorting to try and maximize that. And if you want, you could oftentimes just leave it in there all day and it'll go up a few percent so much so that uh, it went to $40. It was like $20 at the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. And uh, its prediction for a year's value from now was $40. They oh, increased wow. it to 45 which to me says it's probably going to be like 60. Now, the problem is at the beginning of the year, its actual value was about 80. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. And the entire market did a bad, bad uh, dive. Before we go much further, let me interject and say, hear me when I say this and know that I mean it. Don't take financial advice from this podcast. Oh, yeah. Please don't. Uh I am known in my own mind for being bad at gambling. And that's what the stock market is. It yeah, like it's structured gambling. Like if you want to get into the stock market or whatever, go for it. Don't do it because we told you to, and especially don't buy a certain stock because we talked about it, obviously. Obviously, but we should say it. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh my official recommendation. Don't get into the stock market. Just yeah. don't. It's like specifically right now, it's doing bad. Maybe that means it's going to be doing well in a year. So if you buy now, it'll be good. Or maybe if you buy now, it'll get much worse and the market will crash again and big recession. And you don't want to be heavily invested during a recession because or at the start of a recession, because then a yeah. uh, lot of joblessness and, you know, it's real bad. Put all of your money in a sofa. Don't do that. Or don't. Hey, what did I just tell you? Don't listen to anything we say. So disregard everything we've said. Unless it's specifically just about cars. Yes. Regard all of that. Always. Always be thinking about something we've said, but only if it's about Disney Pixar's cars. John, is there any more meat on the stock market bone? Well, uh... Yes and no. Okay. Through stocks, if you are allowing celebrity. The thing about stocks is if you own enough shares, you can be a majority shareholder. Uh, And major shareholders have power over that company. So is Sterling, is he just a majority shareholder of Lightning McQueen? Huh. 
Now, I don't... I want to say no, but... He does have control over the man's career. He does, but he maybe he, that could just be he's his boss, or he owns, you know, the racing team that he is on. But... I think that he owns the rights to Lightning... Like, I think it's stated in the movie that he owns the rights to Lightning McQueen as far as racing goes. Yeah, and he seems to have uh, the rights to his likeness as well. He got mm-hmm. all those uh, products for him. So, I guess. I guess. Because he was talking about how he didn't want the brand of Lightning McQueen to lose value. So, my thesis for this entire episode is that I think that, in a sense, Lightning McQueen is a stock car. You know, we've talked a lot about stock cars, John. Mm -hmm. I've realized I'm not sure what a stock car is. Yeah, it's a NASCAR. So, he is a stock car. (laughs) Literally. Yeah, but... But, no, I I know I... I meant it. It's literal both ways. Yeah, for sure. I just I, I wasn't sure if NASCAR cars were stock cars or not. Literally, I think it's uh, any sort of racing car. Fascinating, but yeah, okay. Or I think it's any sort of car that is. I'm gonna air quotes stock, meaning that it has to be under the same certain uh, specifications. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it originally used production model cars. I assume just, you know, normal cars. Mm -hmm. Hence the name stock car, but is now run using cars specifically built for racing. Is where it got its name. Neat. So yeah, the the stock cars in racing in the Cars franchise are stock cars. And I mean, the sort of branding we see on the cars... Like, that's different than, uh, you know, <laughs> racers, like, cars in our real world having all of these brands all over them. Like, that's permanently on their body. I mean, more and less permanent. Yeah, for sure. But, like, it is more difficult for them to get it off than it is for, like, you know, Dale Earnhardt or other racer who I'm not going to name. Uh, to step out of uh, their car and step out of their racing suit. Yeah, yeah. They could just get into a different car. Yeah, and that will have its branding on it, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just, I don't know, that sort of like selling like actual uh, like square footage on your body itself like I could see that being part of the stock car market. Like now, I do believe that was something that existed in uh, "That's So Raven." Oh, is it? I believe that there was an episode in which Corey sold the rights to his forehead mm. for advertising space. That does sound like something Corey would do. From he That's was so Raven. super into money, which wasn't held over nearly so much in Corey in the House. It's a party every week, baby. Uh, yeah, but I, I I like both yours of like they <clears throat> maybe there are two like sides to the stock car market. Maybe they have like the pure investment model and the just, hey, I've got six square inches on Chick Hicks's left rear uh, tire. Well, who needs it? Who wants it? And Chick Hicks has a lot of people who own the rights to him as a racer. Yeah, exactly. So he's probably not worth too much. Which kind of means that he's a sellout. But like, also, he's willing to put in the work. He's willing to commit genocide. He is, probably. What are you referring to? <laughs> he's just willing to kill indiscriminately. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't sure if you were referring to a specific act that I had forgotten from the Cars verse. I agree that he would be. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't something I was forgetting. No, it's not that he has, uh, technically, it's that he he does not care about killing people. Yeah. Or maybe he does. You want to talk about how Chick Hicks might enjoy the killing? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
I feel like I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, part of you wants to be like, oh, he's willing to kill so that he can go farther in his racing career. But what if he's a racer so he can kill people and there's a weird loophole where it's legal if you're a racer? I mean, that would explain a lot. (laughs) Yeah. We've seen several what have to be assaults on the race course over these movies mm-hmm. and no, you know, repercussion uh, litigation mm-hmm. <laughs> surrounding them. It's very strange, uh, but yeah, maybe there's just a weird uh, loophole law where certain jobs, you're just allowed to kill people. Like you're an international super spy. You can kill people. You're a race car. You can kill people. Maybe it's a, you're allowed to race uh, in certain ways, and if someone dies, it's assumed that it wasn't intentional. Okay, yeah. Like, we can't limit our race cars so much so that they're... It's like the dumb police argument of, hey, if we make them hesitate for a millisecond because they don't want to do the paperwork after killing someone, then they could uh, not kill someone. Great. Oh, yeah. There is something, uh, there is a quote from, I just looked it up, it's from Goldeneye, from James Bond, uh, and I know this not because I've seen the movie Goldeneye, but because they would play it uh, as part of like a radio stinger uh, on the radio station my dad always had on uh, when they did traffic reporting, (laughs) and it's, uh, need I remind you, 007, you have a license to kill, not to break the traffic laws. Uh, so there might be something there. Okay. That's bizarre. I didn't know that about James Bond. That Which... his, his limit is he can kill, but that's it. He can't do anything else illegal. Which I've only seen one, maybe two James Bond movies. He definitely breaks a lot of traffic laws in them. There's you always a assume. car chase in a James Bond movie. But probably. Maybe. Again, I've only seen two. Maybe there's some bizarre uh, loophole of if you're driving defensively, like you're not the aggressor, you're allowed to do more dangerous things. Or maybe it's you can break the traffic laws as long as you're constantly killing people. <laughs> You yes. have a license to kill, so if you swerve off the road to, you know, strike a pedestrian, well, that's okay. In service of killing, you may break laws. <laughs> Maybe. He doesn't have a license to kill so much as he has a requirement to kill. <laughs> yes. Uh, so oh, boy. Maybe that's uh, also the case with Chick Hicks. He's uh, not licensed to kill. He's required <laughs> So long as he races. Uh, I think there's a thing where Chick Hicks gives me sort of Waluigi vibes, if that makes sense to you at all. In that Waluigi's thing is Waluigi constantly cheats, but Waluigi cheats because he truly, honestly believes that everyone else is also cheating. And it's the only way that he can be on a fair playing field. is a true fact about Waluigi, which is incredible. So a very conservative mindset. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Everyone else uh, has a gun or is committing voter fraud, so I need those things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fun little tidbit. Uh, When they have been investigating voter fraud, the examples they have been discovering are primarily conservative voter fraud. It's almost like they had a demagogue tell them over and over again, hey, they're gonna steal this election from you. You better do something about it. It's almost as if they genuinely think that they're the victims because that's how narcissism works. Yeah. Did I use demagogue right I know it's something that's been used to describe that him, but I don't know what it means now that I think about it. Uh, the correct word is demogorgon. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
a beast with two heads in D&D, I believe. But a head that splits into five sections in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Which is a choice. Yeah, they just named it stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. Demagogue, a political leader who seeks support by appealing to the desires and prejudice, prejudices of ordinary people rather than using rational argument. So, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. A demagogue or rabble rouser. If you will. If. If you will. <clears throat> I, uh... Okay. I got, I got another definition for stock car market. Okay. So, we've talked about a lot how... Uh, why don't they just uh, switch out their parts? Or do they switch out their parts to, you know, get better at it? Mm-hmm. Maybe the stock car market is either... I haven't decided if it's above board or like a black market of parts to make them better at racing. Okay. That does beg the question. Yeah. Uh, how? How is it a black market... If it's just like the whole, the whole of racing, yeah, it might it might be a above board thing. Like I said, I haven't decided, uh, but just the the fact that it is a market of body parts makes it feel like it should be, but maybe not in this world, you know. Mm, okay, I would say that. If I had to guess, it would be something along the lines of the reason they can't is because then they would have to be registered again. Mm. Okay. Because if it's a stock car, it's a car as it was when it came off the line. So if he's registered as Lightning McQueen, and that's his uh, thing, and that's the thing he uh, represents, and that is his character that he has submitted for racing, then if he wants to get upgraded, he would have to re-register probably under a different name because Lightning McQueen was a different car. Ooh, it's like uh, horse racing. Mm-hmm. Now, two horses can't have the same name, and that's why when you turn on the Kentucky Derby once a year, they all have absolutely buck-wild names. Yeah. Uh... It look coming coming down the track. It's ice cold cup of coffee, and I can't believe I did this. Uh, oh, and nope, making his way from the rear. He, it's a uh, what? I can't. You, I what? No, breaking up. So, who was of course named uh, when there was a bad connection? Great, good stuff. There is a famous. Horse, uh, racehorse named Red, probably, but yeah, uh, I believe that. Oh, shoot, I can't think of its name. Extremely famous secretariat, the yes. secretariat's name was like Big Red. Huh, wonder if that's where they got the chewing gum name from. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but the one I was thinking of is. I'll put it in the chat for you and see if you can figure out what's going on with it. Please be like an Elon Musk naming his child thing. Pronounce Pato. that, John. Pato! Or pot eight O's. Pot of eight O's. It's pot and then eight O's. So pot eight O's. Oh, is that is that what it is? Yeah, pot, pot eight O's. Okay. <laughs> pot eight O's. Good stuff. Oh, boy. At least it's not uh, Elon Musk's child's name. I am not going to look that up because it'll make me angry again. <laughs> That's a human child, even though you tried your hardest to make it sound like it wasn't. <laughs> You tried your darndest, but it is, in fact, a human being. All right. <clears throat> Going back to that. Uh, yeah. So 
like you're a V6. You get a new engine and everything. You're a V8 now. You're no longer Lightning McQueen. You're Thunder the King. Ooh. In honor, like of course, that. of your favorite racer, the King. Yes, of course. Nothing to do with your name. No, yeah. And maybe that's why they all have dumb racing puns for names. Mm hmm. And Chick Hicks, uh, someone else chose his name for him because he lost a bet. I like to think that his name is Chick Hicks, if we're going by this naming convention, because uh, he, him being Chick Hicks would have just, he'd be constantly re-registering, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this one was just a bottom of the barrel, uh, like, uh, Chick Hicks, sort of, like he just, he, he saw a baby chicken and uh, a person from the countryside uh and was like oh well that'll work it's gonna change in a in a year or so so whatever he sees a baby chicken when he's supposed to be choosing his name and then he hiccups there we go i like that better (laughs) so chick hicks what you've just claimed maybe is that he's just the eighth in the line of this man's personas that he has used to race yeah Okay. Now, if that is the case, is it because all of the other personas had been charged with murder? Now, that could be it. And maybe in the Cars verse, it's like, uh, maybe it's a sort of ship of Theseus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if he changed out all the parts and they're like, this is not Chick Hicks anymore, or the artist f- now known as Chick Hicks. Mm-hmm. Uh like, this is a different being, so we can't charge him. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe he's been doing this for a really long time. Maybe Chick Hicks, under a different name and in a completely differently built car, is the car who ran Doc Hudson off the road. Okay. So, you can be immortal so long as you are willing to just straight up change every part of your body. Which is a thing that, all right, so I listened to No Sleep Podcast, and there's an episode in which a man is a super billionaire in the future, and his thing is that he keeps living because he keeps, like, having homeless people killed so that he can take their body parts. Mm. Is that what Chick Hicks does? Does he run racers into the dirt? So that he can take their parts. I mean, I guess that is what we're saying today. So yeah, why not? And he made a devil's bargain of like, okay, I get to be immortal because I made a deal with the devil that I have to win uh, a piston cup before I die. But now it's become torturous because his body keeps being like mangled and replaced by mm-hmm. the devil so he's like okay i'm actually desperate to win and that's why he's such a, a terrible person but now that he's mortal again he's like well i can retire because i don't want to keep doing this racing thing i've already won i just i'm so bitter that lightning made it so hard for me to win so i hate this man and i'm going to try and destroy him with my journalism it does seem like sort of a like, he does sort of take on, after the events of Cars, sort of a reverse flash kind of hatred of of Lightning in the I'm going to ruin your legacy kind of way. He just doesn't have, you know, access to the speed force and the ability to travel through time to do so. Yep. So he's like, uh, I guess I'll become like an Alex Jones kind of guy. <laughs> and that's all I really can do. Whatever. But boy, howdy, I do hate this McQueen guy. Or maybe he's also uh, the reverse Flash in the other sense of he thinks he's making Lightning a better racer by challenging him. Yeah, the, yeah. Could be. He's not. He's very bad. He's, he's just a bad guy. Yeah. He's just bad. Oh, boy. Man. So Chick Hicks 
Okay, so Mater is our weird demigod, uh, and Chick Hicks is our demigog, who is also the reverse Flash. I guess. All right. A, a person who made a deal with the devil to become the reverse Flash. That seems like something the reverse Flash would do. Well, it depends on which reverse Flash. Yeah. Oh. All right. So... <laughs> I think that's enough of the stock car market. Let's talk about what we were actually going to talk about on this episode. I maintain that this can fill a full episode. I think we should either vamp for a bit and then end the episode or just do a short episode. Okay. We're, we've uh, do, we're at episode 127, John. We can't just burn episode ideas anymore. Okay. We got to make it all the way to the the series that's about to happen. That's what I'm saying, man. All right. So. Um, so stock car market. Is Celine a member of the stock car black market? I was going to bring that up and then I got distracted. Okay. Yes, 100%. That scene in France is just that's the stock car market. That's one of the stock car markets. That's yes. the uh, European branch. Yes. Nice. Uh, and you brought up uh, a what was it? Uh, no, the No Sleep podcast did an mm-hmm. episode that reminds me. And this doesn't pertain to cars very much, but you brought up a thing. It reminds me of a book I read as a kid called The House of the Scorpion, mm-hmm. uh, which is a sci-fi book set in the future where this like drug lord, who's also the president of a country. Uh, is ancient and he's surviving by cloning himself and harvesting the organs of the clones when he needs them. And it's set in the, from the perspective of one of the clones who doesn't know this is going to happen until the end of the book. And then he's free. Uh, And I read this when I was like 11 uh, and I was very confused. And I think I did a book report about it and everyone in the class looked at me like I was a crazy person for doing this book for my, presentation it seems very the island how so do you know what what the movie the island is no okay uh it's kind of that it's there's an island where a bunch of people live and they don't know that they're clones and the thing is that wealthy people buy clones and the clones are just there in case anything happens and it's like oh in case I've got organ failure of this, in case I lose a limb or something. And then once that happens, your clone is killed and harvested. Great. We love it. The In the book, the clone's adopted mother, who had come to care for him quite a bit, had uh, started feeding him incredibly small doses of like, so, if not cyanide, something, uh, I think it was arsenic. Uh, which made his heart just unstable enough so that the drug lord couldn't use it when he needed it. Uh, that, that's how they killed him. The the drug lord? Yeah, they 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 realized they, the drug lord was dying because his heart was failing. Uh, so he goes to say, Mateo, I need your heart or whatever. Uh, and she said, you can't have it because he'll die and then you'll die, idiot. And then he dies. Then the drug lord says no, and he dies. I feel like if I'm an immoral drug lord, I'm probably just going to kill the guy anyway. Just in case. Probably. (laughs) Like, that's all well and good, but no. He's going to kill the guy and take the chance. (laughs) Or if he's a super powerful drug lord, probably just kill some random dude and take their heart. Yeah, I think the idea was he cloned them so they would always be compatible with him. Mm-hmm. So that's probably an issue, but I don't know. Uh, also, why not have multiple <clears throat> clones at the same time? That's something I remember wondering about in that <laughs> when I was reading that. Yeah. John, mm-hmm. I'm done talking about the stock market, but I want to discuss with you, and I may leave this and I may cut it out. Who knows? Uh, our idea for a putt-putt-themed episode. Uh, uh, yes. This you... idea comes from Izzy. Yes. 
uh, I have no experience with putt-putt. I believe you have no experience with putt-putt, but we might change that. Yeah. Do, do you have Steam? Uh, I do. Okay. Would you be willing to pay $7 and play through a putt-putt game? I I can try that. <laughs> I How do th- long are I, the putt-putt games? I mean, they gotta be short, right? <laughs> I don't know, because if I remember... Uh, I can't remember the fish game name. Freddy Fish. Freddy Fish. Uh, If I remember it correctly, it was a lot of just like fetch quest and uh, it wasn't like in depth or anything, but it was just, oh, we're going to have you do the same few things over and over again. So you'll learn it. Yeah. So it's not uh, the amount of things we're doing. It's just how long we'll be doing the same things that I'm worried about. Yeah, and we don't have to do it next week, I guess. How about this? Maybe we're going to speed through it, though, because we're so smart. We are compared gamers. Compared to kids. You know, and that's something they got. we got to factor in is our, ga- our gamer accolades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that, like, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader <clears throat> is a show, but, like, we're, we we got to be smarter than a fifth grader, right? <laughs> gosh, I hope so. Uh, I think it would be fun is if, if we both played a different putt-putt game mm-hmm. and then came together and talked about our experiences and what we learned about the lore of the putt-putt verse. Do you know experience. how many games there are? I'm looking at a list on Steam right now. Uh, there are... Three of them are four ninety nine, but they look like sort of not the full games, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that are uh, the full games we have Putt-Putt enters the race. Putt-Putt goes to the moon. Putt-Putt joins the circus. Putt-Putt joins the parade. Putt-Putt saves the zoo. Putt-Putt peps birthday surprise, which that one looks like it may not be a full game either. But And then Putt-Putt travels through time. Okay, I think... They're two that stand out. I think we get uh, chronological... And one of us takes the first game, and one of us takes the last game. Okay. And we see how much the uh, quality has changed in between the two. I bet there's a Wikipedia page about Putt-Putt. Let's see. Probably. Be weird if there wasn't. All right. First one is Putt-Putt joins the parade. Uh, Then... Last one is either Putt-Putt joins the circus or Putt-Putt Pep's birthday surprise. Again, it's unclear if Pep's birthday surprise is one of the main series or not, which feels weird to say. So the really exciting titles are in the middle. Yeah, okay. We could maybe put this up to to a vote on the Twitter. Yes. Uh, Because... I think the obvious choice is I like your idea of the fir- the first one and the last one in mm-hmm. the series. But then there's also obviously Putt-Putt goes to the moon and Putt-Putt travels through time. Yeah. We should say, if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, this is a children's <laughs> children's computer game series from the uh, early 90s to the early 2000s about a purple car that we're going to play. And I guess do something like an origin story on we don't know yet. Yep. So two options are uh, one of us plays the first one, one of us plays the last one, or one of us plays Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon, the other one plays Putt-Putt Travels Through Time. So if you have an opinion on that, go to our Twitter account at the chat, and there'll probably be a poll about that. Hopefully I'll remember to do that. Okay. If not, now, if it's not there, the tweet poll? at me. Is the poll going to be uh, do we do first and last, or do we do that one, or are we going to make it like a really complex poll of uh, if this, then who does which? I think I think let's keep it simple for the poll, and then we'll flip a coin on who does what. Sound good? Yes. Okay. So you got options, folks. Uh, and if you think if you're a real putt putt head and you're like, no, 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 you're picking all the wrong games. You're not even talking about putt putt saves the zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You may know more than us. And <laughs> if you can 
send us a strongly worded enough tweet or email. We'll just disregard the poll and do what you say, probably. Yeah. If like, yeah, one's about space travel and one's about time travel. But actually, in uh, Birthday Surprise, they reveal the most interesting thing ever. It's that they're all actually Transformer babies. Or like, hey, Lightning McQueen is literally in uh, uh, Putt-Putt Enters the Race. And that's a, mo- that's a game from 1998. So you got to talk about that. Yeah, okay. go, to, go to our Twitter. The episode's over, right? It's just a short one and that's okay? Yes. Great. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to it. I know it was a bit of a weird one and a bit of a short one, but sometimes they are. And that's life. <laughs> if you want to vote on the putt-putt poll, you can go to our Twitter account. Once again, that's uh, at the chat. You can also just tweet at us uh, episode ideas. Give us a follow. Sometimes we tweet, and that's great. <laughs> you can also email us uh, at our email account, which is thekachat at gmail.com. Uh, there are no hyphens or spaces in either of those usernames. Now John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell anyone and everyone that you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sing like a beamer. Choo-choo! Tiny robots on.